All episodes of It's Great Business reflect the views and opinions of Intracoastal Marketing and Strategy Group and its guests and do not reflect the official policy or guidance of employers or government entities. You're listening to It's Great Business, sponsored by Intracoastal Marketing and Strategy Group, where great business equals great people. Welcome to another episode of It's Great Business, and I'm Janice Berg-Levy. Today, I am really, really excited because we have a super interesting guest. Her name is Brooke Erin Feldman, and she is currently the reigning Miss Atlantic County region for 2022, of course. And she is getting ready to compete for the job of Miss New Jersey in June. Brooke is a recent graduate, summa cum laude, by the way, of the George Washington University, where she studied journalism and pre-med and was captain of the varsity division one squash team. She's a singer an actress and a journalist. Brooke plans to attend medical school. Wow, I mean, Brooke, is there anything that you don't do? Seriously, oh my gosh. You're making it tough on all on the rest of us with all those uh, those credits, and uh, you're just starting out here. So my gosh! Anyway, welcome to it's great business. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. So so Brooke, I always like to start out on uh, it's great business with uh, a little bit more, you know, about you. Obviously, we've we've gone through your your resume. But tell me a bit about who you really are, what you believe your purpose is, what you're passionate about. Yeah, um, as you could tell, I've always been someone of varied interests and passions in life that started when I was four years old. I loved performing. I loved musical theater and and creativity and self-expression. And then I grew a love for athletics, for squash and competing nationally. So there I had very varied interests. And I think that transition to college where I continued to have Uh, those experiences. I studied journalism and pre-med. So I was always a right brain, left brain kind of person. Mm. So as far as my purpose in life, I think I'm still trying to find it. I'm still trying to find my place in the world. But self-fulfillment comes to mind. And I think that self-fulfillment will come when I have found a way to incorporate all those interests and passions in my career. And through my time volunteering and my time as Miss Atlantic County Region, I found that community service is definitely a priority for me and very much a part of my purpose. I want to help my community and people in any way that I can. That's great. I think it's interesting because I have spoken to a lot of professionals throughout the the year or so that we've been doing this podcast. And it's fascinating now because a lot of those folks, myself included, by the way, when we started out, there was one driver. And, and for whatever reason, it was just get the money, get the money, you know, get, do something. Hopefully you like it. Okay. You stumbled into it. Maybe it was part of your major or it sounded interesting. And then kind of that's where you were. I really am in awe of folks that are just starting out 
their careers, graduating, et cetera, because I think you guys have it right. I actually think we didn't. We didn't have the full picture. We didn't have the appreciation for giving back or even taking a breath. It wasn't until much later that we started to wake up. And I'll speak for a generation and and a lot of the professionals that I spoke to who who actually have echoed um, those feelings. So, you know, when you you think about lessons that you've learned, at least from, you know, from, from college and your experiences so far in terms of post-college, any other tips that you might share with folks that are just at the beginning of their career or just graduating? Hey, it's graduation season, right? Yeah, I think exploration is key. I think seeing what life has to offer and exploring those passions and interests that you have is paramount at any stage. So in college, all these colleges and universities have so much to offer in every discipline. And I think it's important for students to go out of their comfort zone, try something that they would have never considered in a million years because you might surprise yourself. And I definitely took advantage of that in college. And I think that was because I was figuring out what it is I wanted to do. But even if you, and a lot of people I met did have this experience where they entered college and knew exactly what they wanted to study. I think even if that's the case, take classes that are out of your comfort zone and out of your jurisdiction and really explore. And I think that that holds true after college, which is what I've been doing the last couple, uh, two years since I've graduated, is exploring those interests and exploring things that I didn't even know existed. So um, exploring the journalism and the performing arts uh, and, and the medical field. Uh, so I think that that is key. Well, that's in, it's interesting now. So I do, I want to understand a little bit about why you want to go to med school. What, you know, from the journalist part of it to med school, why, what made you interested in the field? Well, initially, I grew up with parents who are both doctors. Uh, my dad's a gynecologist and my mom's a dentist. She practices oral medicine. So right from the get-go, it was always a topic in my household. Just I learned about um, science and medicine and thinking critically and things in that nature. So it was always on my radar. And I entered college and I really didn't know exactly what I wanted to study. So I said, okay, let me try pre-med and, and see if I gravitate toward that. And I really enjoyed the sciences. I mean, just understanding the way the world works around us is fascinating and the human body and how we're able to do what we do and the miraculousness behind it, it really pulled me in. But on that pre-med track, I found myself also getting further away from my creativity and self-expression that I loved so much through my time performing. And that's where journalism came into play. I decided I wanted that to be my major after the first two years, I chose my major late because I was exploring a lot. You know, the journalism gave me that outlet to, to write, to talk to people, to just have that experience as well. So I found my place in college with the pre-med component and the journalism component. 
Sounds sounds like it makes it all makes sense in terms of those pieces. <laughs> so for our listeners, from now you're going into the competition for hopefully to win Miss New Jersey. So from Miss New Jersey or or even Miss America, how would that winning those impact your goal? Well, um, many people don't know this, but the Miss America organization is the largest scholarship organization for women in the country. That's a big deal. So that's exactly how it's going to impact me is medical school's expensive. So you win scholarship, even if I don't win Miss New Jersey, the women walk away with scholarship money and that just makes it possible to go to grad school. So that's the number one way it's going to impact me. But of course, I can think of so many other ways it's going to help. My interview skills. You have to interview for med school or any job that you uh, that you are applying for. So um, I'm learning so much about interview and and engaging with people. Uh, so it's going to help in that sense. And just my self-confidence and the way I, I carry myself in the workforce and applying to grad school, uh, it'll help in that way too, of course. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I always talk about the people that we have on this program, we look for what, something I call texture, right? So, you know, not somebody who necessarily, okay, uh, you know, I joined a company, I stayed there for whatever it is, 20, 30, 40 years, right? That good for them, okay? They were happy for, you know, they stayed, they were comfortable, whatever it was. But I would say pretty much everyone that we have spoken to on It's Great Business has moved around, has tried different things, has has, has really experienced multiple careers and has what I call texture. So you, right away, I mean, you're just starting out and you already have what I've been defining as there's texture to your life. And that's a big deal. So I want to switch a little bit because I don't know a lot about this, this world of competition. And certainly the scholarship part sounds very intriguing. It sounds like a lot of work to, to get there. So First of all, what inspired you to, to compete in Miss Atlanta County, first of all? Like, how did that all happen? Yeah, so I'm very new to this as well. Uh, Miss Atlanta County region competition was my very first uh, competition in, in this world. So growing up near Atlantic City, I always watched the Miss America competition. It was just something that I watched every year and I thought that these women were so inspirational. I thought that they really embodied the full package. They were driven, they're courageous, they're motivated, they're intelligent. And it just inspired me. So it was always in the back of my head, this organization. And it wasn't until I was in a show locally in December where one of my cast members is a local title holder and she's going to Miss New Jersey. And she said, why don't you compete? Why don't you do this? I said, you know, it's always been something I thought about, but she told me more about it. She said, well, number one, it's your last year to compete if you want to. So it's now or never. And also the scholarship aspect. And I thought to myself, wow, what an opportune time. I want to go to medical school. This is perfect. So I decided three weeks before the Miss Atlantic County region competition wow. that I was going to compete. And you won. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I won. It was. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm sure the others that had been like preparing for who knows months, years, whatever, and in, in you walk, right? It's kind of yeah, like well, uh, it, that that horse race last this past. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was it was a hard three weeks. It was definitely a tough three weeks, and I really worked very hard during that time to get everything ready because it is a lot to prepare. Well, what is it? So what do you need to do? So, so, so let's tell me a little bit about this. Cause this is interesting. How, what do you have to do to enter and compete? Yeah. So uh, you have to have a talent. The Miss America organization uh, requires talent. There's the talent portion that could be anything really. I mean, people are so creative with this. Uh, but mine is singing because I musical theater has been a love of mine since I was four. So uh, I did a musical theater number. So I worked very hard to prepare that song. Uh, you have the interview portion. There's a private interview with all the judges and they can ask you anything under the sun that's tasteful, of course. They ask mm -hmm. you about yourself, your platform, which I'll get to, politics, current events, uh, social issues, cultural issues, everything. So that's one portion. There's also the on-stage question. So this is like the interview, but you get one question in front of the audience, in front of the judges that you have to answer. And then your social impact initiative. You give a pitch on stage about what your social impact is. So you have to create one. Mine is uh, serve and support our seniors, bringing generations together. Uh, since 2007, I've been volunteering with seniors in our community, and uh, I just have such a passion for helping the elderly population. I think that they are often ignored and forgotten, especially during the pandemic. So right. that really spoke to me after, you know, the the horrible things that happened to them during COVID and the isolating period, it really spoke to me that that be my platform. So yeah, those are all the phases of competition. And it's a lot to prepare, especially when you're when you're new to it. You don't really know how things work. So I found that the number one thing that kept me grounded and and, and inspired me in the competition was to stay true to myself and what I wanted to bring to the table and what I represented. So it's interesting because the language you're using, they don't, they don't use pageant per se anymore. They call it no. a competition. Is, yes. that, is that it? Okay. Yes. And, yes. and also do they, uh, do you still have to wear a swimsuit? Is that part of it? A gown? No, 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 no. no, no so no. a gown? Yes. So gown? Yes. No swimsuit. Got it. Yeah. The Miss America organization has, you know, it started as that bathing suit competition in yeah. 1921 on the Atlantic City Boardwalk right in my mm -hmm. backyard. Mm -hmm. And since then, the organization has grown to reflect the times. You look at the timeline of it and, it, and it really has. And one of the major components of America 2.0 is no bathing suit competition. And they don't want women to be judged on their bodies and to be judged in that way, rather they're focusing on body positivity. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's really important. Yes, it is. Extremely important. And I definitely support that decision. Uh, so there's no bathing suit competition. There is still evening gowns. 
they want to see how you're able to carry yourself, how confidently you carry yourself, because that's a big part of life, right. carrying yourself in a confident way. So that's still a part of it. But yeah, you touched on the fact that we do not call it a pageant anymore. We call it a competition to stay away right. from that uh, negative connotation. Right. Uh, we don't call ourselves contestants anymore. We call ourselves candidates we focus on interview skills as opposed to strutting down the runway in a bathing suit so there's a lot of changes and i i definitely think for the better so what have you learned so far <laughs> just the highlights because it sounds like there's a lot <laughs> yeah i've learned quite a lot and just quite a lot about myself in general it takes a lot of organization to carry the the job of title holder I found that I'm very organized and I, I am good with time management because there's a lot to juggle between appearances in the community, carrying out my social impact initiative and doing all that I can for seniors, you know, handling the responsibilities that you have for the Miss America organization, all while preparing for Miss New Jersey. So I found that it's a lot to juggle, but it's important, as I mentioned, to stay grounded. And I learned that Staying true to who you are is key in life and in the competition. Of course. So how many people compete? For Miss there will be 28 women. 28 women are competing. And, and what's the date? Oh, uh, June 22nd, 23rd, and 25th is finals. That's at resorts in Atlantic City. So right in my backyard, I'm very excited. That's great. But I, I do just want to say that uh, something also that I learned through the competition, speaking of the 28 women, is they're incredible. And they're women that really empower other women and try to lift each other up, which, you know, you hear all these things about this world, the Miss world and- Well, and social really media, social yeah. media and these, these reality TV shows kind of put some things in people's minds that are right. not exactly positive about women. Yeah. Right. So of course I, I was fed that too. And when I entered this world, I was so pleasantly surprised. Actually, my first experience was at the Miss Atlantic County region orientation. You have to attend an orientation before the competition, just so you learn a little bit about what's involved. And I sat next to this woman competing and she said, welcome. It's your first time. Oh my gosh. Listen, we are a sisterhood. That's what this is about. We lift each other up. We support each other. And she said, any questions you have as a newbie, just text me. And she gave me her number and uh, I'm competing with her at Miss New Jersey. And from that point, I said, wow. I think this is something I want to be a part of. So yeah, I just, I'm really looking forward to being with all the women at Miss New Jersey because mm -hmm. that's, that's what they're like. That's wonderful. That's not at all what I would have had in my mind, but so thank <laughs> right? you for sharing that. So we're going to switch for a second to fun facts. So real quickly, person that you admire the most and why? My mom, she was incredible. She is incredible and was incredible when she was starting off in her career. She was the only woman in her dental school class. Imagine mm. that. Yeah. Wow. So wow. she's someone that 
I look up to for her strength and her perseverance and staying true to who she is. Uh, she's definitely my biggest role model in life. Beautiful. Favorite book? A Color Purple by Alice Walker. I read it my senior year of high school for English class. And it's just a book that has stuck with me and the lessons it taught me um, just still hold true. Beautiful. Favorite city? Favorite city. I have to say, oh, it's a toss up between Atlantic City, because that's my home base, and Washington, D.C., because that's where I went to school. And I think there's something special about our nation's capital. Okay. Okay. Do you have a favorite food? I have a favorite cuisine, <laughs> the Me Mexican cuisine. It, I could have nachos for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> oh well, you don't look like it. <laughs> I don't have it listening. for breakfast. She, yes. <laughs> I don't have it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but I <laughs> So this has been so fun, Brooke. I really, really appreciate you taking the time out. I know how busy it is, uh, especially now with weeks away from the competition. Thank you for having me. And I want to just say, if listeners want to find you, how can they? They can email me, first of all. It's brookerinfeldman at gmail.com. And they can also follow my title holder Instagram. That's Miss Atlantic County underscore NJ. I have that Instagram for as long as my reign is. And then the next Miss Atlantic County region will take that over. But you can follow my journey to Miss New Jersey on there. So exciting. Okay, yeah. well, we're going to put a mark on the calendar there. So once again, thank you. And thanks everyone for listening to It's Great Business. And we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Also, check us out on Facebook at Intracoastal Marketing, LinkedIn at Intracoastal Marketing and Strategy Group, and Instagram and Twitter at It's Great Business. And visit us on the web at intracoastalmarketingstrategy.com.